0: Let us pray. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Alleluia, Alleluia, You are the mighty God, the great I am. Alleluia, Alleluia, You are the mighty God. The Great I Am Alleluia Alleluia You are the King of Kings The Lord of Lords Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You are the Mighty the great I Am Hallelujah Hallelujah
1: Father Almighty God, we bless your holy name King of kings and Lord of lords The Great I Am We worship you We thank you especially for what you have done in the Holy Ghost services for the past 35 years. We thank you for what started as a small seed, but by your grace has grown to become a giant tree spreading throughout the whole world. We bless your holy name, Lord. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, today, in a very, very special way, give every one of your children an anniversary gift. A gift so big that we will never forget today. And Father, we are praying especially for your children born in the month of March. March is the third month of the year And three is the number of Trinity The number of power So we commit all these, your children, to your hands We ask that you pour fresh oil on them Empower them to succeed Empower them to prosper Empower them to do mighty things for you Give them a brand new beginning So that forever, my Father and my God, they will glorify your holy name. Do mighty things today, Lord, and we will bless you forever. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Let someone shout hallelujah. We want to bless the name of the Lord for... Yet another anniversary of the Holy Ghost services. Um, for April, the Holy Ghost service will be again specially for children, and we will Let you know if it is going to be virtual or if we are going to bring in the children. We will make the announcement at the appropriate time. The theme will be God Bless You, Part 4. And the subtitle will be Blessed Fruits. Because children are fruits of the womb. We'll be discussing children who are blessed right from the womb. We are believing God that by then, by April, things will have stabilized. And so we'll be able to bring our children for special blessing and special anointing. I'm sure many of us know the origin of the Holy Ghost Service, which started in 1986. That we were in the United Kingdom preparing the Sunday School for the mission. And it was, uh, some of us know the history of the Holy Ghost Service, that uh, it started in 1986. We were in Britain, um, preparing the Sunday school for the Redeemed Christian Church of God. And it was near our birthday uh, anniversary when all of a sudden we had God say, Son, what do you want for your birthday? And, of course, I didn't know God would be interested in anybody's birthday, Later on, I realized that he says in his word, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. And so I said, Lord, if that is you, will you please repeat the question? And he said, yes, son, it is me. I said, what do you want for your birthday? Ah. I said, Lord, all I want is that every member of my congregation will receive a miracle. Oh, he said, that's what you want. I said, yes, Lord. It's said, very good. Then when you get home, gather them together. Uh-huh. And <laughs> we were very few in those days. And I will grant their requests. Whatever they ask for, they will get. So we returned home. We announced to the people a special meeting. The meeting lasted seven days. And God moved so mightily, so mightily that by the time we got to the third day, people were already in the church by 8 a.m. for a service that was going to start at 7 p.m. So that they can find a seat in the uh, little headquarters church at that time. When the seven days were over... Some people came and said, uh, sir, can't we be having this thing every year? So I turned to my daddy and he said, why not? So we began to hold it every year, once a year. After some time, people like Oliver Tree asked, can't we have this thing every month? That's when the Holy Ghost service became every month. So those who are wondering why something that started 35 years ago is still growing and continuing, getting bigger and bigger, it is because the origin of it is God. That's why you find people uh, ignoring all the hardship of traffic jam, etc., etc., and coming In fact, there was one occasion when one fellow who had no job decided he must be at the Holy Ghost service at all costs. And so he got up very early in the morning and trekked all the way from Lagos to Redemption Camp. By the time he got here and the service was about to start, he fainted. And they have to pour water on him to revive him. Of course that day when we had what happened and we announced what happened what happened he got six job offers. He had a problem choosing which one would be the best. So the reason for the Holy Ghost service is that we we'll come, we'll pray, and God will answer. So tonight what we want to do again is to pray. The teachings that will uh, precede the praying is just to prepare the grounds for the prayer. And so tonight, by the grace of God, you are going to pray. And in any case, if anybody tells you that if you pray on a particular day, God is going to answer that day, I don't think anybody will beg you to pray. And since today is an anniversary... Of the day when the Holy Ghost started 35 years ago. I'm I'm thanking God in advance for you. That your prayers will be answered today. And I believe that you yourself, you will pray. Now, 35. It's a very interesting figure. Because it is 5 times 7. And five is the number for grace. Seven is the number for perfection. So we are talking about five times seven, which means grace times perfection. (laughs) that's a very serious combination. Grace, because today God is going to focus his attention on you. Not because you are better than others, but he just wants to be gracious. I mean, John chapter 5, from verse 2 to 9, John 5 from verse 2 to 9, when there, 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 there was a multitude at the pool of Bethesda, it was grace that focused attention on the man who had been there for 38 years. Not that he was better than any other person. And interestingly, he was the only one who got a miracle. The Lord finished with him and moved on. Well, if God is going to pay attention to just one person today, who would that fellow be? I think the answer should be, well, I uh, probably me uh, and somebody else. <laughs> Seven is the number for perfection, and it means that by the time God finishes with you today, two things will happen. God himself would look at you and say, very good. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31. Genesis 1 verse 31. And then he will move on to say, Excellent. That's the second thing. Excellent means there's nothing more to add. So I can now enjoy my rest. Genesis chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3. Genesis 2, verse 1 to 3. The Bible tells us that on the seventh day, God rested. I'm believing God for someone today that after this special Holy Ghost service, for the rest of your life, you have nothing to do other than just to thank God. Amen. Because God would have done excellently for you.
0: Now, we now
1: go to our text. Our text is found in Psalm 121. From verse 1 to 2, you know, we're talking about God bless you, but the subtitle for today is, I will lift up my eyes. And that's found in Psalm 121 from verse 1 to 2. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Which made heaven and earth. That is the text for today. But when we started discussing God bless you, we started by defining God. And we have not finished defining him. Of course, we will keep on defining him, finding out more and more about him as we go along. Today, for the purpose of this special Holy Ghost service, we will define God. We will take a look at God from what he himself called himself. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. Genesis 17, verse 1, he said, I am Jehovah El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Genesis 17, verse 1, the all-sufficient one. We want him to introduce himself today. I mean, all we've been learning about him uh, uh, it was in the beginning. It was it was there before the beginning began. But this is the first time he opened his mouth to introduce himself. I am Jehovah El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough, the all sufficient one. Then in Exodus chapter three, from verse thirteen to fourteen, Exodus from verse 13 to 14 he also introduced himself and said I am that I am which according to Bible scholars simply means I am whatever you want me to be to you whatever you want me to be that's what I will be so take note of these two important definitions of God how he introduced himself. My prayer for every one of you connected to this particular service is that the all-sufficient God will prove himself in your life today. Then, of course, we have defined bless. We, We already know that. Bless is simply... Meaning that the Almighty God is summoning all the forces in heaven, on earth, underneath the earth, to assist you to reach your goal. And then, who is you? Particularly as today's topic is concerned, if I say, who is the one that God is going to bless? Everybody will say it's me. But who is you? Because you see, this matter is a matter of an individual perception. When David was speaking in Psalm 121 that we read today from verse 1 to 2, he said, I will lift up my eyes, I. Not we. My eyes. Not our eyes. From whence cometh my help. Not our help. My help comes from the Lord. My help. Individual. So who is the you? In God bless you today. It is an I, a person, an individual. What kind of individual? An individual who is in need of help. Whether you believe it or not, not everybody needs help. Or there are some people who need help but they don't want help. (laughs) I will explain. You know, in that story in John chapter 5, verse 2 to 9, John 5 from verse 2 to 9, when Jesus Christ saw the man who had been sick for 38 years and asked him, Will you be made whole? That must have sounded a very funny question. You can see this man is sick. You can see him lying down here for 38 years. Why ask him, do you want to be made whole? Because not every sick person wants to be well. Really? Oh, we've seen cases. We've been praying for a woman for quite a while. And we found that instead of her getting better, she, she got worse. So we said, ah, God, what's going on? And the almighty God uh, told me to ask her, ask this woman, does she want to be well? And I asked her, woman, do you want to be well? She said, no. Why not? Why not? She said, "Because when I was well, when my husband finishes in a place of work, she will go to the clubhouse. Since I became sick, any time she finishes from work, as soon as he finishes from work, he's rushing back home. Let me remain sick and retain my husband." True story. <laughs> Not everybody wants to be healed. Not everyone wants to be free. Not everybody wants deliverance. Oh, John chapter 3 verse 19. John 3 verse 19 made it clear. He said the light comes into the world and some people just don't want light. And I can give you illustrations upon illustrations. There was another lady, too, who was in bondage. And we prayed for her to be free, and she, refi- she refused to be free. When we confronted her, she said, what's, what's the problem? You want me to lose the power that I used to control my husband? I'm telling true stories. The the elder said, I will remember. She said, I have this power, this witchcraft, that when I tell my husband to drive me to the house of my boyfriend, he will drive me there. I will ask him to wait in the car. He will wait in the car. I will go upstairs to my boyfriend we will have fought. When I finish, I will come and meet him in the car. You want me to lose that power? I pray today that if there is anyone who is tormenting you, who does not want to be free, the Almighty God will deal with that fellow in Jesus' name. So the one we are talking about, the one... That is going to stand in the position of you in God bless you. Must be somebody who needs help or who wants help. Two, must know where to get that help from. True help, not false one. David said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. He wasn't talking about physical hills or mountains. He was talking about the one who made heaven and earth. He simply said, I'm going to lift my eye as high to heaven as possible. He says, I will lift up my eyes to the one who is ever present helping trouble. Psalm forty six verse one. Psalm forty six verse one. He is the one who will lift his eyes to the true helper of the helpless, not to force gods or force helpers. I mean, 2 Kings chapter 1, from verse 1 to 17, 2 Kings chapter 1, from verse 1 to 17, a king was sick and he sent his uh, servants to an idol worshipping king to go and look for help. Elijah met these servants on the way and told them to go back. When finally they met, he told the king, Is there no God in Israel that you are sending to Ekron? He said, hear the word of the Lord. You are sick, you will die. Because you are seeking help where there is no help. Seeking true help. The program of today is for those who want help. From the true help <laughs> before, before we met the Lord Jesus Christ, we've we've sought help, including me. Before I met the Lord Jesus Christ, I've told you before when things were beginning to open up, I built a house, I bought a car, and my people said, "Watch it, oh, we better, we better fortify you." So they took me to one. Big Baba in Oshobo, who saw the way I looked at him and decided to disgrace me. Go, told me to go and bring a goat. And that I must not carry the goat in my car. I must lead the goat by hand <laughs> from the market. Oh, Lord God. I was a lecturer then oh, in the university. And I led the goat from the market to the Habaliso. And the goat fought all the way. And the Abalist gave me three charms. Tie one to the steering column of your car and you will never collide with anyone. Tie one in the boot and nobody will ever collide with you from behind. And then put one under your seat just in case. If anything should happen, the son of man will just disappear. <laughs> I came to Lagos, I did what he said. Three times in two weeks, I had accidents. Nobody taught me before I took all the things and threw into the lagoon. Thank God I have found the helper of the helpless. And his name is Jesus. If you haven't found him, you will find him today in Jesus' name. And the fellow who will be you, the one who is going to be blessed today, must be somebody who is ready to make determined effort to get that help. He's in need of help. He wants help. He knows where true help is and must determined to get that help. David said, I will lift up my eyes. Not I may. I will. The word "will" tells you about his determination. David said in Psalm 108 verse one, Psalm 108 verse one, he said, "My heart is fixed within, within me, like concrete." Concrete determination. The one who is going to get help today must be someone who will ask and keep on asking. Matthew 7, verse 7 to 8. Matthew 7, verse 7 to 8. Jesus Christ Himself said, You must ask, you must seek, you must knock. But He says, Ask and keep asking till your joy be full. John 16, verse 24. John 16, verse 24. Seek, you must keep on seeking, diligently. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Knock and keep knocking. Keep knocking until the door is opened. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1 to 8. Luke 18 from verse 1 to 8. God has no time for those who pray casually. He has no time for casual prayers. In Revelation chapter 3... Revelation 3, verse 15 to 16. Revelation 3, 15 to 16. He made it clear. Want to be cold? Be cold. You want to be hot? Be hot. But if you are lukewarm, he said, I will spew you out of my mouth. When it is time to pray today, you must pray diligently. You must ask with everything that is in you. You must seek diligently. You must knock persistently until the door be opened. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 29. Proverbs 2 verse 29 made it clear God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, not those who casually seek Him. As a matter of fact, God prefers Those who are violently diligent, not even casually diligent, violently diligent. You you remember the story in Mark chapter 2 from verse 1 to 12? Mark 2 from verse 1 to 12? The Bible tells us of those boys who brought their friend for healing. They broke through the roof. When there was no room at the door. Mark 2 from verse 1 to 12. I still remember very well when we were in the very first auditorium by the expressway. Having the Holy Ghost night. And that particular night God instructed me to get a piece of cloth. And that uh, we should anoint it. Lay it on the altar or. I think I remember that day. We asked two ushers to hold the cloth, one on one side and one on the other side. And God said that every barren woman should come and touch the cloth, that if they do that, man, they will become pregnant. You say, where is that written in the Bible? No, it's not written in the Bible. God just spoke to me and said that's what he wanted done. Is that scriptural? Why don't you ask Elisha? It's not written really in the Bible that you should go and bring oil, salt in the new cruise and go and throw it into the river, and the river will become sweet. God is the Almighty. He speaks to his prophets. If you have ears to hear, you will hear him. He will guide you. And so people were all the barren were coming, and they were touching the cloth, and they were going back rejoicing. I think after some time, the uh, ushers who were holding the cloth got tired, and probably they thought that there was nobody left, but there was a woman. And so the usher said, That's enough. And, uh, and the woman began to scream, I must stop when it is my turn. And from the altar, I saw what was going on. There was commotion. The woman wasn't going to allow these ushers to go. So I asked, what's going on? And they told me. I said, "Ah, okay, come. And she came, and I gave her the cloth. Just take it. ah, So they said, everybody have been touching. It's my turn. They said, and you know what? When she was sharing her testimony the following year, She said she she had been told she had no fallopian tubes. But she was testifying with her baby. She refused to let go until her prayers were answered. I pray for someone today. That rugged determination... That kind of determination that will say, God, I won't let you go until you bless me. May God give it to you. Now, we all know that needs differ. The problem of one is not necessarily the problem of the other. But that is why God says, my name is Jehovah El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough, the all-sufficient God, sufficient for every need. What do you mean by needs differ? Look at Naaman. In 2 Kings chapter 5, from verse 1 to 14, 2 Kings 5, from verse 1 to 14, Naaman was not in need of money. (laughs) He wasn't in need of promotion He wasn't in need of popularity or success He was already a successful man But he needed healing He needed healing The Shunammite woman in 2 Kings chapter 4 from verse 8 to 17 2 Kings 4 from verse 8 to 17 She needed no financial breakthrough She wasn't sick But she was barren She needed help In the area of the marital And I thank God that she used what she had To get what she wanted She cornered the man of God Something told her, this is where you are, through, the man through whom you are going to get help. Many of you will still remember the story of one of my daughters in one of the nations of the world. Because everybody is listening now all over the world, so maybe I will mention the name of the, of the country. Some of you know the testimony. She is a medical doctor. Successful one She has her own hospital So she wasn't sick (laughs) She wasn't poor She wasn't asking God for financial breakthrough But she had no husband Nobody had ever said to her Sister how now And she made up her mind We will solve this problem she heard that I woke I was coming. So she cornered the pastor. In those days when I visited that part of the world, they would go and hire a car and pick me up at the airport, whichever car they asked me to enter into, that's the one I enter into. So she bought a brand new car, big one, went to the pastor and I said, I beg you. Through our papa's store, this time Let him ride in my car. The pastor agreed. I rode in the car. I didn't know what was her plan. She didn't tell me anything. I wasn't aware of her
0: problems.
1: After I left, she parked the car in her garage. And every night, I can't remember for how many nights, she would go, sit where I sat in the car, and cry to God. You are the God of the man who sat here. Answer me. Six months later, she got married. The next time I heard from her, there was a phone call from a hospital. Do you know that's your daughter? I said, yes. She's in hospital. I said, oh, what's the problem? Oh, she has just given birth to a girl. The Shudamite woman used what she had to get what she wanted violently this lady i've just referred to used everything she had to get what she wanted now today why i'm rejoicing with you in advance is that you will not even be crying to god alone you will not be crying to god unaided Everyone listening to me all over the world now, and that's the beauty of this thing being virtual. All our members are connected all over the world to what's going on now. Everybody is going to join you in crying to God. Why? Because in Matthew chapter 18 from verse 19 to 20 Matthew eighteen verse nineteen to twenty, the Almighty God said, "If two of you shall agree as touching anything you ask on earth, it shall be granted unto you." And you know what? You've already got two. You are one by the grace of the Almighty God. Pastor Adebowale will be number two. But it's not just the two of us. There are several others who will cry to God with you. Because this is a very special anniversary Holy Ghost service. You see, because everybody needs some form of help. You may be determined to cry, but you need help. Like my daughter have just mentioned, she needed the help of the pastor. The pastor could have said, no, we will hire a car as we used to do. That would have destroyed our plan. She needed the help of a driver. Because I would have guessed what something is going wrong. If all of a sudden, the doctor should leave her practice to come and drive me around. I would say, ah, what's happening? Nehemiah needed help. In 2 Kings chapter 5, from verse 1 to 14. 2 Kings 5, from verse 1 to 14. He knew he needed physical help. He knew he was sick. Help came from a housemaid who told him where help could be obtained. If you can get to my country, There is a prophet there, a man of God there, who will heal you of your leprosy. As soon as he had, where help will come from, he ran to Israel. Got there, met the man of God who didn't bother to come out, who told him, do this and you'll be made whole. He was angry and he was about to lose his miracle. Another servant came and helped. You need help. And that help will come to you today. Amen. Therefore, are you sick? Do you
2: need
1: Physical help. Do you want to be made whole? Lift up your eyes. There is someone called, I am the Lord that he let thee. Exodus 15 verse 26. Exodus 15 verse 26. He says, I am the Lord that he let thee. Seek him... Diligently, forcefully, today, and he will heal you. In Mark chapter 5, from verse 25 to 34, Mark 5, 25 to 34, the woman with the usual blood had tried all doctors. Then she heard that there is the one called the original physician passing by. She pushed her way through. And God help. Are you in any form of bondage? A few sense that there are certain evil forces hindering your progress. Seek the one who is called the Lord of hosts. Psalm 24 from verse 7 to 10. Psalm 24 from verse 7 to 10. He has never lost a war. And he's willing to be your ally. But you must seek him tenaciously tonight. Matthew chapter 15, from verse 21 to 28. Matthew 15, 21 to 28. When that woman came to Jesus Christ and said, Please have mercy on me. My daughter is grievously vexed of the devil. Help. And Jesus ignored her. She refused to keep quiet. The disciple said she was too noisy. He said, you haven't heard anything yet. I'm going to shout louder. Until the Lord answered her. When it's time to pray tonight, don't pray ladies and gentlemen prayer. After you've received your help tonight, you can become ladies and gentlemen again the day you come to testify. Come and speak grammar. Speak Queen's English on the day you are testifying. Today, ignore grammar. Cry for help. I've told you before, if three people were involved in an accident, and the they are dying. They take them to the emergency ward. And then uh, one of them said, uh, I mean, the, the doctor should know that I need help. Why, why do I need to open my mouth? Just like some people who say, God knows I need help. I don't need to pray. The second one said, "Well, I think I, there are three of us, so maybe I better talk a little bit, you know. But I must talk like a gentleman, you know. The fact that I'm in a crisis doesn't mean I should forget I have a PhD." So he said, "Doctor, there's someone here who who needs your help, you know." But the third one says, "Today is not the day of grandma. Help, doctor." Who is going to get the first attention? Today is not the day for joking. I beg you. It can only be one 35th anniversary, only one, of the Holy Ghost service. Are you in need, materially? Do you really need help? Do you really need a financial breakthrough? Turn to the one who introduced himself and said, I am the all-sufficient God. Jehovah El Shaddai. Genesis 17 verse 1. Turn to him. But do it diligently. Do it violently. Second Kings chapter 4 from verse 1 to 7. Second Kings 4 from verse 1 to 7. The widow of the son of the prophet didn't go quietly. She didn't stroll into the house of Elisha to say, well, don't don't you know that that I'm the widow of one of uh, uh, the sons of the prophets? No, no, no. She cried. Please, she cried. And she got help that day. I've told you the story of when God asked me to give a violent offering. When every door was shut against me, I did what he asked me to do. And doors were opened. Not just one, not just two. Doors just kept on opening. Are you in marital need? Look up to the one who is called the fruitful vine. John chapter 15 from verse 1 to 5. There is help with him. There is help with him. He can resurrect dead wombs. Bible says the womb of Sarah was already dead. He can resurrect dead wombs. He can bring children out of stones. I know what I'm talking about. But you have to Seek him diligently. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 to 20, First Samuel 1, 9 to 20, the Bible tells us that Anna wept sore, prayed in such a manner that the prophet or the priest thought that she was drunk. There must be some kind of prayer. Are you in spiritual need? Are you hungry for the power of God? Look up to the one who is the great source of power. The only source of power. Psalm 62, verse 11. Psalm 62, verse 11. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard it. That power belongs to God. Beseech him diligently. Tenaciously, tenusio- remember Second Kings chapter two, from from verse one to fifty. Second Kings two, from verse one to fifty. Three times Elijah told Elisha. You've done enough. Wait. So
0: what can I wait? I
1: haven't got what I want yet. Boy, I want to cross Jordan to the other side though, and you don't know how to swim. <laughs> Who is talking of swimming? If I get what I want, there will be no need for me to swim. You open the Jordan, we go over, but by the time I'm returning, this Jordan must open to me too. Go to God today, please. Come to him with everything in your being. Pray like you have never prayed before. Seek him like you have never done before. Let this particular night go down in history, in your life, as the night that everything changed for the better. The night that the help you have been praying for finally came. So, our procedure will be as follows. Because I, will, I, I don't want to waste too much time preaching anymore, because we need to pray. Tonight, we want to pray. There will be two prayer sessions. First of all, we will join together to pray for those who need physical help. Every one of us, we pray for that. We will join together, we will pray for those who need material help. We will join together, we will pray for those who need deliverance. We will join together, we will pray for those who have uh, marital problems, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et cetera. After that, we'll have a short break. During which time we'll hear, if there's any word of prophecy, a word of knowledge that God wants to send to us, we'll take note of them. And then we will thank him for what he had done. But then there will be a second session. of prayer. And that one is going to be you alone now. You say, why? Uh, After all, you have all helped me to pray, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) If you look at Mark chapter 10, from verse 46 to 52, Mark 10, 46 to 52, Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was passing by. He cried. And I thank God for that kind of man. He cried he was blind but he could hear and you you have heard me already and he could shout there's nothing wrong with his mouth so he shouted until jesus heard he got help because the very people who originally told him to shut up were also the people who brought him to jesus but do you know after all the help he got When the Lord asked him, What do you eat? It is with his own mouth. As an individual now, that he said, Ah, this is what I want. So the second session of prayer is going to be you and God alone. You are the one who will now say, Okay, God, everybody had prayed for me. I have already received help. I know you are the source of the help that I want. But specifically, this is what I want. But before we pray, hmm. there's something in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 21. Proverbs 11, verse 21. The Bible says, even if hands join hands, The sinner will not go unpunished. You know what that means? The whole world will be joining you in prayer today. (laughs) But if you are a sinner, if your sins have not been washed away by the blood of the Lamb, you'll be wasting your time. The Almighty God is able to satisfy every one of us. He's more than enough. That he can jump over you If you are still living in sin That is why If you are listening to me now You better come and surrender your life To Jesus Christ Now So wherever you are Listen to me if you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you better run now. If you are in a church setting, like those of us who are uh, at redemption camp, who are camp dwellers, if you are in a church setting like that, in your various uh, uh, countries all over the world, run to the altar now and surrender your life to Jesus Christ. If you are at home, run Get off from that comfortable seat. Even if you have to go and kneel down in front of the television as a sign to God that you are surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, do so now, quickly. And I will join my prayers with you and pray for your salvation. There's only one prayer of the sinner that God can answer, and that is God have mercy on me, miserable offender. If you cry unto him now and ask him to be merciful unto you, he will save your soul, his blood will wash you clean, and then you too can qualify for the miracles. So I'm going to pray with you in a moment. Those of us who are already children of the living God, please intercede for all those who are surrendering their life to Jesus Christ now. Pray that God will have mercy on them, that he will save their souls, that he will wash them clean in his blood, and remove every sin from them. Pray that everything that can hinder their miracle today, God will put it under his blood. Please, let's intercede for them. And that's why interceding for them, maybe you should intercede for yourself too, if you are a backslider, that God will restore you fully. And if you are still involved in any form of sin yourself, even though you call yourself a child of God, Then you are a backslider, so you better ask God to restore you now so that anything that can stand between you and your breakthrough this great night will be washed away by the blood of the Lamb. Just one more minute. Cry to God. Those of you who want salvation, cry to him for mercy. Those of you who want restoration, cry to him for restoration. And the rest of us, let's intercede for 30 seconds more. And I will pray. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Father, my God, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this very, very special day. And thank you for all those who are crying to you now for salvation and restoration. Father, please have mercy on them all. Save their souls. Let your blood wash away their sins. Restore every backslider to you. Amen. And Lord God Almighty, any sin that can stand between any of us and the miracles of today, Father, please put it under your blood. Amen. Thank you, my Father my God. Because I know you will answer us by fire today. Amen. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now, those of you who have given your life to Jesus Christ, please contact me as soon as possible so that I can continue to pray for you. Give me your names, your address, your prayer requests, and I promise you I'll be praying. And look for a redeemed Christian church of God very near you. And tell the pastor there I sent you, and uh, they will guide you as to what to do next. God bless you. Now, these are our Prayer points. I want you to write them down so that when together we we'll combine our voices as one, we will know what we are praying for. Number one, we want to thank God for the Holy Ghost service. It's a very, very special gift from heaven to us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost service at itself. And prayer number two, thank God for the previous miracles and answer prayers for the past 35 years. If we are to compile all the testimonies of the past 35 years, we probably will need a little library to keep the books so let's thank him for all the answered prayers he has been answering these prayers month after month after month we have been hearing some incredible testimonies This past 35 years let us thank him because if we are grateful for what he has done in the past he will do more and then prayer number 3 we will all All in one accord, cry unto God and say, "Father, we are in one accord today. Please heal all those who are sick. You can heal them all. Your Jehovah Shaddai, heal all those who are sick." Prayer number four. We are going to cry to him and say, Father, we are in one accord. Send your light and scatter all forces of darkness and set all Your children free. Set all your children free. Everyone in bondage, Lord. Set them free. Send your light. Scatter every force of darkness. Tormenting any of your children. And set every captive free. And then number five, we will cry unto him and say, Father, remember all the lonely, all your children who should be married by now and are not. Remember them tonight. Remember them tonight. Put an end to their loneliness. After all, you are the one who says it's not good that a man should be alone. You said so. Please, Lord God Almighty, put an end to all forms of loneliness. Put an end to it all. And then, number six we say, Father, we are all in one accord. Remember all the barren tonight. Open their wombs and make them fruitful. Very fruitful. Not just fruitful, but very fruitful. And then number seven We'll cry to him and say Father We are in one accord Please give those of us In financial needs Major breakthroughs Father We are in one accord Give those of us in financial needs major breakthroughs from now on. So we don't have to beg. We don't have to wait for anyone before we can do what we want to do for God. Give us mighty breakthroughs, Lord. So that whatever has one to do for you, Lord God Almighty will be able to do it easily. Number eight. Say, Father, let our cup of anointing overflow tonight. Let our cup of anointing overflow tonight with fresh oil. Robe us with your power. At the time this night is over, let, let even the devil know that we are now wearing a new robe of divine power. This will be our prayer points now. As a prayer session one. And at least you should be able to spend three minutes for each point. At least three minutes. So we're going to pray for a minimum of a 30 minutes, shall I say. Before we have a break. And I'm appealing to you, no... Casual prayers tonight Let us pray As if our lives depend on it Because our lives depend on it There will never be another night like tonight This is a special night Let's make it special by the way we pray So get ready to pray now And the almighty God Will answer us by fire I want you to add A couple of prayer points To those ones. And that will be prayer number nine. You're going to cry unto him and say, Father, open the windows of heaven over me and all my neighbors tonight. Open the windows of heaven over me and all my neighbors tonight. And you're going to cry to him as prayer point number 10. Say, Father... Let our testimonies be complete this month. Let our testimonies be complete this month. I'm going to encourage you, like I've said earlier, please pray tonight like we have never prayed before. Few minutes we are going to share together. let, Let us make the few minutes very intense. If you are young... I would prefer that you pray standing. If you're elderly, you can do your prayer sitting down if you want to. Later on, when we come to the second session of the prayer, I will tell you what to do. But this first session, even if you want to move about, if there's plenty of space, pray as if your tomorrow depends on it, because he does. Shall we begin by thanking God? Let him hear your voice. The whole world is praying with you now. Go ahead, cry unto the Almighty God. Thank him for what he had already done in the past. Bless his holy name. Before you now begin to take the points one by one, go ahead and cry to the Almighty God. Let him hear your voice. Don't be a gentleman. Don't be a lady tonight. Pray with all your strength. Cry to him. Because this is a night like none other. Pray. Give him thanks for the Holy Ghost service. Give him thanks for previous miracles. Give him thanks. Let him hear your voice. All of you all over the world, open your mouth now and cry to him. Praise him. Magnify his holy name. Adore him. You are grateful for what he's done in the past. He will do more. Praise him. Praise Him for the Holy Ghost service. Praise Him for the miracles of the past. Magnify His holy name. It is worthy to be praised. But Lord, I thank You. Thank You that you could even organize a meeting like this. There must be something special about this meeting. That's why it has gone on again and again, every month, for 35 years. Thank You for the Holy Ghost service. Thank you for the miracles of the past. Thank you for the salvation of souls, the healings of the sick, the setting of the captives free, the testimonies we have heard. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Almighty God, thank you. Bless his holy name. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him adoration. Praise him. Praise him. Let him hear your voice. Let him know that you are grateful. Thank you. Oh, King of kings and Lord of lords, The ever faithful God, thank you. The unchangeable changer, thank you. The all sufficient God, thank you. The that I am, thank you. Thank you for the Holy Ghost service. Thank you for all you've done this past 35 years. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Thank you because you can do all things and you have been doing all things. Thank you, thank you Lord. Thank you because you are the unchangeable Lord. What you have done before, you can do it again. Thank you. Thank you because you are no respecter of persons. What you have done for others, you can do for me also. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because when you speak, it is already done. Thank you. Thank you, because we are going to answer prayers again tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Now, let's lift our voices together in one accord and say, Father... Heal every sick person here tonight. Go ahead, cry unto him. Every sick person listening to us tonight, wherever they may be, Lord. Heal them all. Heal them all. Heal every sick person tonight. Heal them all. No matter how serious the case, heal them all. Heal them all. Heal them of cancer. Heal them of hypertension. Heal them of diabetes. Heal them of heart problems. Heal every one of them. Cure the incurable tonight. Wherever they may be. Whatever may be the name of the sickness or disease. Heal them all tonight. We are all in one accord, Lord. Heal them all. Heal the young Heal the old, heal the male, heal the female. Even if they are in the hospital, heal them there. If they are suffering from coronavirus, heal them right now, Lord. Heal them all. Surprise the doctors all over the world tonight. Heal them all. Heal all those who are sick. We are all in agreement. Heal them all. Father, heal them all. Reign one accord, Lord. Heal every sick person tonight. Heal them all. Father, heal them all. From minor headaches to terminal diseases, Father, heal them all. Heal them all. We are in agreement. Heal them all. Heal them all. Father, heal them all. All over the world, heal them all. Without a single exception, heal them all. Hear them all. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's lift our voices to him and say, Father, all those who have been tormented by evil forces, Father, send your light. Set them free. Go ahead, cry unto the Almighty God. All those who have been tormented by evil forces, in any form whatsoever, Father, send your light. Set them free. Deliver the oppressed, Lord. Deliver the captives, Lord. All those who are in bondage of any type, Father, set them free tonight. Oh, Lord God Almighty, set them free tonight. You are the Lord of hosts who have never lost a war. Set every captive free tonight. Set the captives free. All over the world, set the captives free. Let them be free, Lord. Let them be free. Set the captives free, Lord. Set the captives free. Set the captives free, Lord. Oh, yes, Almighty God, set every captive free. Send your light. Lord of hosts, send your light. Set the captives free tonight. All over the world. Set them free. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's lift our voices to the Almighty God and say, Father... Put an end to loneliness in the life of all your children. Go ahead, cry to the Almighty God. All those who should be married by now and are not yet married, Father, do something, do something tonight. Put an end to loneliness. Solve the problem of loneliness once and for all. Almighty God, please intervene, intervene. You are the one who said loneliness is not good. Do something about it tonight. Almighty God, all over the world, put an end to the problem of loneliness. Solve the problem of loneliness once and for all. Tonight, Almighty God, please intervene. Intervene, Lord. We're all in one accord. We agree, Lord God Almighty, that the problem of loneliness will end in the lives of your children all over the world. Please do it, Lord. Put an end to all the problems of loneliness, the life of your children all over the world. Please do it for us. Thank you, my Lord. Put an end to this crisis of loneliness. All over the world, intervene. Intervene, Daddy. Intervene. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And we lift our voices to the Almighty God and say, Father, let barrenness end tonight in the life of all your children. Go ahead, cry to the Almighty God. We are in one accord. Oh, Almighty God, let your children be fruitful, very fruitful. Put an end to fruitless efforts. The life of all your children, let barrenness end, let barrenness end, let barrenness end, Lord. We are all in one accord, let barrenness end, Almighty God. Let barrenness end tonight. Ancient of this, let barrenness end tonight. Let barrenness end tonight. In the light of all your children, let barrenness end tonight. All over the world. Where there is anyone referred to as barren, intervene. We join our hands, we join our faith with all these people all over the world. Lord, put our name to barrenness. Put our name to barrenness. Father, put an end to barrenness. Please, Lord, put an end to barrenness. In the life of all your children, all over the world, we are crying to you now in one accord. Put an end to barrenness. Make your children fruitful. Very fruitful. Thank you. Oh, yes, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Then we lift our voices to him and say, Father, it is written, the destruction of the poor is their poverty. Poverty is a destroyer. In the life of all your children, put an end to poverty. Let's cry to the Almighty God. All those who are in need of financial breakthroughs, Father, give it to them. Poverty is a destroyer. We are in agreement, Lord God Almighty. Terminate poverty in the lives of your children. Terminate poverty in the lives of your children. Please, Lord. Oh, Lord, put an end to poverty in the life of your children. Terminate poverty in the life of your children. Give your children financial breakthroughs all over the world. They need money to do your work. Anyway, Father, give them financial breakthroughs. And do it tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And then we cry to him and say, Father... Anoint us with fresh oil tonight. Empower us to do mighty things for you. Open your mouth and cry unto him. Give us the power to perform miracles for you, Lord. Let our cup run over with fresh oil. Give us the ability to heal the sick. Ability to set the captives free. Anoint us with fresh oil. Anoint us with fresh oil. Let our cup overrun, Lord God Almighty, with fresh oil tonight. Empower us like never before. Empower us like never before. Thank you, Father. Let our cup run over. Anointing, Lord God Almighty, flowing like rivers through us. Pour fresh oil on us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Then with all our hearts, let's cry to the Almighty God and say, Father, open the windows of heaven over me and over my neighbors. Go ahead, cry unto the Almighty God. Oh, Father, open the windows of heaven. Open the windows of heaven and open them wide over me. And over all my friends, all my neighbors, all children of God, all over the world, Father, open the windows of heaven. Open the windows of heaven. Open them wide over all of us. Father, open the windows of heaven. Open them wide over us. Let us pray, under open heavens from now on in everything we do. Keep the windows of heaven wide open over us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now this is the last one that we are going to pray in this session. God has ability to do anything. What he planned to do in your life in 10 years' time, he can do it tonight. When the mother of Jesus came to him and said, they have no wine, Jesus said, my time for miracles hasn't come. But the time came that night. Please cry to God and say, Father... Let our testimonies be complete this night. Go ahead. Cry unto the Almighty God. Let our testimonies be complete tonight, 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 tonight. All over the world. Let our testimonies be complete tonight. I know you can do it. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You control time and seasons. You are the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the ending. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can bring the future into the present. Lord, let the testimonies of your children become complete tonight. Tonight. And our testimonies be complete tonight. Thank you, Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Father, my God. The All Sufficient One. I bow my knees before you today. This meeting would not have been possible if you did not give it. Thank you for this miracle kind of service. Thank you for allowing the Holy Ghost to just take control. Father, on behalf of all your children, tonight I say, thank you. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Now, Father, you told me, gather them together and I will grant you a request. I gathered them together, and you have been surprising us for 35 years. And I know you are not one who will change. What you do have done before, do it again tonight. Heal all the sick tonight. Set the captives free tonight. Put an end to loneliness tonight. Terminate barrenness tonight. Put an end to poverty in the life of your children tonight. Oh, my Lord and my Savior. That kind of anointing that can destroy every form of yoke, release on your children tonight. Let our cops run over tonight. Let our testimonies be complete tonight. I am in complete agreement with all of them. Grant their request. Father, grant their request. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Well, let God hear you shout a big hallelujah. God bless you. You can take your seat if you have one near you. Okay, settle down when we come to the second session of the prayer, uh, I will tell you what to pray about. The Holy Ghost service in April is going to be virtual. It's for children. that will be virtual. And uh, your pastors will tell you further details. We want to say thank you to God for what He had already done. Not only tonight, but at least for the past 35 years, it's a miracle that any particular kind of service can continue for 35 years. In the history of revival... There has never been one that lasted 35 years. But this one is special, and is going to last forever. But before we say thank you to the Almighty God, you know, when I was recording the message you heard, the recording had taken place, A couple of weeks ago, I couldn't tell you what God is saying because at that time he hasn't said anything by way of word of prophecy or word of knowledge. And then overnight, as is characteristic with him, I went before him, I asked him, and he has given us some words. So maybe you want to pay attention to some of them, just in case your own is there, quite a few are mine. The first one, he said, there's someone who needs to be reassured. And he asked me to tell you, I have told you before, I will not fail you. The second one. I don't know who this fellow is, but God asked me to tell you You will not die a local champion. You will become a world champion. The third one. And he said, whoever this one is, we understand. He said, All the people you have been good to, we now begin to reward you. The next one, which I would love to claim for myself even before I tell you. He said, there's someone here, or listening to me. He said, I will teach you how to succeed. And then I will help you to succeed. The next one is definitely mine. But you can tap into it. He says simply, "I will increase your speed. Yeah. Thank you, Daddy. I need that. Then the next one, which I will also share with you, is that certain events are called spectacular, some events are called miraculous. He said, I will give you both. <laughs> and I like the next one. Thank you, Father. And well, Lord said, there's someone listening to me all over the world somewhere in the world, who says, I don't believe in all these prophecies. (laughs) And he asked me to tell you, wherever you are, wherever you are, he said, you will see it happen, but you won't taste it. Now, the next one. He said, there's someone listening to me The word distress will never again be applied to you. And I like the next one because it's an answer to my prayer and to the prayer we have prayed tonight. He said, there's someone listening tonight. Your ultimate testimony will be the barren has born seven. I think we should shout hallelujah to them. Hmm. Well, the next one, too, definitely I want that one. He said, there's someone here, or someone listening to me wherever you are, he said, I will lend in your days. so that you can completely fulfill destiny. Ah, glory be to God. We are not going to die young. That's what God is saying. And the last one Which is definitely my own. Is that God says there's someone (laughs) who is a bit concerned. But he asked me to tell you, don't fear, your end will
0: be glorious.
1: If you share that with me, let me hear you shout a really big hallelujah. I think you should do something by faith. Turn to two or three people and tell them, hey, do you know I'm going to end up gloriously. Yeah, I'm going to end up gloriously, whether the devil likes it or not. My daddy says my end will be glorious. My daddy says my end will be glorious. Thank you, Father. Let somebody shout a really big hallelujah. Now all over the world, let us say thank you to the Almighty God. Let's take our Thanksgiving offering. And while the musician will be giving us some danceable music, we dance to the nearest basket to you. If you are in a church setting, if you are in your home, they will give you, uh, details on the, on your screen how you can give your offering water you buying
2: I really want to thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I re- Thank you, Jesus, thank you, we say.
1: Before I bless
2: the
1: offering, if you have a piece of cloth that you will want the Almighty God to anoint for you, you can lift it up and I will cry unto him. God is everywhere, is there in all your churches, is there wherever you are listening to this program. And the Holy Spirit is represented by the wind, so it can blow across the world and reach, reach you there and anoint whatever you are lifting up to Him. So let's do that now very quickly. Thank you, my Father. My Lord and my Savior, I just want to thank you once again. Thank you for your goodness, thank you for your mercy, thank you for answered prayers. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Right now I ask that your wind will blow, that your anointing will enter into every piece of cloth that has been lifted up to you that we saturate each one with your power. That wherever each one is used, yokes will be destroyed. Miracles will happen. And your name will be glorified. And Father, bless the offerings of your children. Use it for your glory. And I pray your children will never lack again. Father, in the moment your children will be crying to you on an individual basis. Oh Lord, when they cry to you tonight, answer them by fire. Before the sun rises again, let them have their testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, wave your piece of cloth and, and shout a big hallelujah to the almighty God. Now, You are about to pray, and I will tell you a little story before you pray, so you will know the importance of the prayer you are about to pray. By the way, there will be Holy Communion service here tomorrow and in all your churches just to be part of this special Holy Ghost service at the usual time, 7 o'clock. You you see, there are some things that God will do for you that will last forever. I've told the story before. Some of you listening all over the world may not have heard it before. When we came to this campground in 1983, our greatest headache was water. When a jungle, far from any town, we wanted to have a convention, the people were already on the way, just a week to the convention. And I cried to God. The prayer I prayed then is the prayer you are going to pray tonight. I asked God to send help to me. It was Sunday evening. The convention was going to start the following Sunday. And one fellow was driving past, he wasn't a member of the church, and he saw what was going on here as the caterpillars were walking. The ground here happened to be clay. You dig the well today, but tomorrow morning it has collapsed. He drove in and I said, what are you doing here? And I told him, we want to use this place as a campground. Oh, he said, that's wonderful. He said, what do you need? Ah, I said, our biggest problem right now is water. When we dig wells, they collapse before the following day. He said, what you need is a borehole. I said, I know that. I just don't have the money. He said, I will build one. I said, but we have a week to go. Is that, he said, that's enough time. But that evening, engineers have come. To cut a long story short, by the time the crowd came for the convention, Water was no longer a problem. Water is still flowing from that well till now. I want you to go before the almighty God. Please don't be in a hurry, it's just a little over twelve. And some of you are in your homes, anyway you are not going anywhere. Some of you are in your churches that are not too far from home. Even if it's only another 30 minutes. Why don't you just go to God alone? You see, because when naaman ne needed healing, he got help. Somebody told him where help will be got. He came. The man of God told him what to do. He got angry. He got another help. But do you know it was Neymar alone who dipped in Jordan? Nobody else helped him to jump in. We have joined you in prayers. I've cried to God that he will answer you. Please, why don't you go before God? If you want to come to the altar this time, you are welcome. Only one thing. God, send help to me. Send help. Send help. Send help to me. Ah, Lord, send help to me. From the east, send help. From the west, send help. From the north, send help. From the south, send help. From heaven above, God, please, send help to me. Send help to me. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. Nobody's going to stop you. Pray till you are satisfied. God, send help to me. Send help to me. That's all I'm crying for, Lord. Help! Help! That's why I'm lifting up my eyes to you, Lord. Send help to me. Send help to me what no human being can do for me. Lord, send help to me. I beg you, my Father, my God, almighty God, send help to me. Send help to me. Send help to me. Send help to me. Lord, please, send help to me. Send help to me. Lord, send help to me. I lift up my eyes to you Lord, send help to me, send help to me, send help to me, send help to me Lord, please out of your mercy, send help to me.
2: Praise the Lord! I believe this message has really blessed your life and if you have just given your life or rededicated your life to Jesus Christ, please send an SMS or a WhatsApp message titled Saved to any of these phone numbers. Plus 234-706-497-9797 or plus 234-810-383-0237 or plus 722 one five five zero or plus two three four eight zero five five zero four one three nine four. Also, you can send an email to altarcall at ourCCG.org. Thank you, and God bless you.